0: chills real scary real silly real stories
1: welcome to real chills we are so excited for our guest and our friend to be with us today please enjoy this story from ellie summerling
2: welcome ellie Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so my family are just magnets for weird shit. Like from before I was even born, my par my grandparents bought a haunted house and my father grew up in it. Um, my great grandmother was very religious. She spent a lot of time at that house and. Every time she would try to get a priest to come over and bless it, which was frequently, 90% of them would not go in the house. <laughs> and the ones that would go in the house, like, threw some holy water and ran. Like, it was, <laughs> people were terrified. But the weirdest thing about the house was that it had a doorbell that would go off, like, at random times of day. Mm. And There was no doorbell. Like, my grandfather tore open the walls, like, looking for the source of this noise. And there was nothing in the walls. Like, it's a big, they had six kids. It's a big-ass house. And it had, like, formerly servants' quarters. Like, it had an attic. So Mm. there would have been a bell system at one point. But there's, like, no, there's no remnant of it because it's like a 150-year-old house or something. It's really fucking old. The whole, like, tore open the walls, could not find anything. They had a family friend over, who coincidentally is also a priest, (laughs) and while they were at dinner, I think my mom was there for this. I think that it was a situation where they'd been dating and she was invited to the dinner, but the bell kept ringing and ringing and ringing. And finally, father Paul was like, are you no, one going to get that. Like there's someone trying to get in the house. And they were like, Oh no, there's no one there. And when I tell you, I remember being like four years old and hearing the bell and thinking, no, there's no one at the door. Like that's (sighs) the wrong doorbell. It is. It's not creepy. Like you get used to that, you know, you get used to the creepy doorbell. What's, super creepy about it is my grandmother, from the time my dad was very, very little, had cancer off and on. She went through, like, all, like, every iteration of chemotherapy from, like, cobalt treatments. She was, like, one of the first people Whoa. to survive those, which is pretty fucking impressive. She had every kind of chemo there was, and she finally died when I was, like, 10. It stopped ringing after she died. <gasps> What? Is that not the freakiest fucking thing? Chills. It completely stopped ringing after she died. But I think I do think that there was a ghost there too. Like it wasn't just the creepy bell, like the creepy fucking death bell or some shit. There um there was one time when I was like quite little that I was going to the bathroom. Now, I would like to note that the bathroom was an addition to the house. Like it was it was built into the house, but it was like an added bathroom. Like, they took okay. space out of the rooms and made a bathroom. So initially, it would not have been a bathroom. There was a, a, a see-through man that looked into the window of the bathroom while I was little. Oh, no. looked at me and was like, the fuck? And just kept moving. Now, that window is 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> what? Whoa. But come to find out, and I just found this out like a year ago, and I was like, oh, it makes sense now. There's a very large rose bush right outside. And there was a gardener who lived there and died in the house.
0: Oh. And I think it was
2: him. But so that's the wow. creepy house. That's the creepy house of ghosts and death bells. Now, when I say my whole family are magnets, I mean like my sister sees all kinds of shit and doesn't talk about it. And like we'll find out 10 years later oh, yeah, like there's a man who lives there, blah, blah, blah. Like she's super creepy. My mom <laughs> has this thing where she like knows when someone's about to die or be born which is super helpful because like, <laughs> no, it's so cool because she'll like call somebody and be like, hey, so are you about to have a baby? Like, are you pregnant? And they'll be like, no. And like it's had a number of times where like someone had just peed on the stick and didn't know yet.
1: <laughs> and they were pregnant.
2: Oh. She's got like – she's like nine for ten, I think. There was only one <laughs> time when they, she wasn't right. so. Mm. I'll t- I'll be talking about a friend of mine and she'll be like, "Is someone so pregnant? Are they pregnant?" And I'll be like, "No." And then a week later I found <laughs> find out that <they're> it's <laughs> super freaky. Mm. I'm like the least magnetic for the weird shit. I mostly get weird people. So <laughs> 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 I do like I do have my fair share. So like there was the Casper guy when I was like 4 or 5, and then sort of the next thing that happened that was weird was um, I was in college and I delivered the newspaper because it was like, it took an hour and a half to do and you got paid $40 stipend. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's Mm -hmm. my job right there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like no work and I don't have to talk to people. Heck yeah. So, but I used to do it in the middle of the night on Thursdays and just run around to all of the buildings and throw the paper in and go. And there was one building, it was like the original building on the camp. I went to Hofstra, if you guys are familiar. Hofstra Mm. Hall, there's this beautiful little house. And it's like an administration building now, but it's the original building of the school and the home of the Hofstras initially. And I used to go in there, put the paper down, open the little plastic thingies and leave. And I went in one day and I heard someone call my name. And I was like, oh, shit, there's somebody still around? It's like 10 o'clock at night. So I, like, went into the hall and was looking around, and there was legit nobody there. Mm. And then it occurred to me, like, it was fully like, Ellie, Ellie. And I was like, oh, hi, Ellie. And, like, that's what (gasps) I heard. And I went in, and I was looking around, and there was no one there. And I was like, I need to leave now. Like, I I never went back in that hall. But I found out afterwards, there's a lot of I found out afterwards, I was friends with the janitors who cleaned the hall and because they also did the yearbook office where I spent many a long night. Uh, so we got to be buddies and mm. they told me that they had to remove an entire security system from that hall because of shit like that, because of sounds and things moving. <laughs> set off motion sensors, like that. Wow. Yeah. So. I'm very proud and happy to have a Hofstra Hall story.
0: so cool.
2: Um, yeah, but um, I think that, okay, so we're just going to go straight to the super creepy. I used to work at a Catholic school. There was a dead nun, and I saw her walking around the basement.
1: <gasps>
2: hmm hmm I'm not oh, the only no. one who saw her walking into the art room, because in Catholic schools, art rooms are always in the basement. Um, <laughs> That's how they. That's where they are on the totem pole. I saw her walk into the art room. I didn't know her, so I saw her walk in there, and I was like, "Oh, I don't recognize that sister. She must be lost." And I went into the art room, and there were a bunch of kids in there, and I was like, "Where did sister go?" And they were like, "Oh, you saw the nun?" And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And they were like, "Oh no, she haunts the basement." We were, ah! and like kids aren't supposed to see their teacher freak out, but I definitely did. Oh. <laughs> Tiny meltdown. <laughs> um, i think the i think my best sort of my best story because like we're 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 climbing up the, uh the ladder to the good one uh I used to be part of a historical society in my town the historic like the their home base if you will their little uh, they rented a house from the camden county and It just happened to be at the end of my neighborhood. It's a big brick house. It was built in the 20s after the original house that was there burnt down. Mm. We were just setting up. Okay, so you're going to love this. Oh, my God. Hold on. I got to switch hands. (laughs) (laughs) So every year for a fundraiser, they have ghost hunters come to the house. Mm -hmm. Now, the woman who sets it up is a skeptic. But she's like, it's fun. People enjoy it. It makes money. (laughs) Um, And it is a lot of fun. We were setting up for that. We were getting the house cleaned and putting things away and organizing in preparation for that. And talking about ghosts. So maybe I was primed or something. But I was not worried. I was not scared. I was about to walk up the steps when I felt like hairs or spider webs cross my arm. Mm. And I was like oh, Rita, there's a ghost. Like, I just felt something on my arm. And she was like, oh, what? You think all the ghosts are coming to get you? like, because she doesn't actually believe. Mm -hmm. So I was like, legitimately, I think there's a ghost down here, and I think that we should go upstairs and leave it alone. And she was making fun of me and went, do you know, okay, I grew up in quite a religious era. Like, everybody's already Catholic. Mm -hmm. And there's a thing that old Italian women do when they greet you at church and it's they reach out their hand and they rub you either on your shoulder or your elbow. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced this phenomena mm-hmm. with living mm-hmm. folks? Literally, she was teasing me. I was like, Well, I'm gonna go upstairs, and I felt someone very reassuringly rub my elbow. Like, no, Aww. I'm here. You're not crazy, and it oh. should have been reassuring, but it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> I have never moved so fast in my entire life. <laughs> I ran up those steps so fast. And, like, now there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, yeah, I had, like, a little experience there. Or, like, you know, it sets off the, um, you know, the people have EVPs from there. And so, like, someone mm. legit touched me in the basement, and <laughs> oh. no one in the historical society believes <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my sort of litany of weird shit. Yeah. That, uh,
1: <clears throat> that is a litany. Yeah. I'm for all this.
0: That was so good. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Can I just I'm say, glad. I mean, I don't mean to be biased, but man, like as an ex Catholic, raised Catholic, <laughs> Meg's family raised Catholic, every time we have Catholics on, it is like stories where we're just like yeah Catholics are
2: haunted yeah (laughs) we are we really are like a whole lot of Catholicism in this (laughs)
0: yes yeah Yeah. oh man Mm -hmm. I also want to say I think the scariest thing is your mom like if she ever called me I'd be like don't don't even, don't ask.
2: No, she hasn't cursed people with pregnancy meds. <laughs> she just <laughs> knows <laughs> when people are pregnant. She also knows like. when people are about to die. It's super creepy. That's, I mean, I guess that's worse. Does she call Negative. them too
0: and be like, you, you feeling like dying? No,
2: no. Like she'll like hear their voice or something. Like my dad was like, she called my dad from work one day and he was like home. She was like, are you going to, it was when my grandmother was very sick. She goes, are you going to visit your mom today? And he was like, no, dad said she's feeling a little under the weather. I don't want to bother her. And mom was fully like, listen, she's going to die today. You need to go there and Whoa. call all of your siblings and get them there too, or you will regret it for the rest of your life. Oh. And he was like, there's no way. And he went and she, and when he got there, he was fully like, oh no, today is the day. And he called all his siblings and they all came and they were all there, able to be there with their mother. When she that's she so nice. That's that a great, yeah. I mean, that's a great use of that gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to make sure that people get closure and shit. Yeah, because well,
1: you know, if I had that, (laughs) if I had that gift, there's um, a Facebook group that like every year they start a Deadpool. Oh (laughs) yeah,
0: the Death Pool. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I'd be I'd be making my choices (laughs) based on my Spidey senses. Your senses. That's where
2: it's called celebrity. No, six months in advance, Alyssa. Jeez.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying if I had that gift, I would be much more active in that Facebook group because every year I just mean, X is what I do. So
0: we think your mom's a wizard and that's probably that's cool. She's definitely, she likes to say she's a superior life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just like a mother.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a mom thing to say. <laughs> also the Hostra ghost, like how did it know your
2: name? I didn't know. Well, it was in the administration building. They have all the files. No, I genuinely oh, yeah. do not know. <laughs> It was just it was even up on you. Hands down, one of the scariest things that has ever happened to me. And I, when I tell you, I never went in that building again. I would open the door and throw the newspapers into the foyer. Yeah. And I just told I told the janitors I was like, I'm not going in there anymore. And they were like, No, no, the people who work there will understand. Uh, yeah I never oh, went in there again. The
1: Daytime for things like or you just no. wouldn't go there period. Oh, okay, got it. I would
2: not go there ever again. Yeah.
1: I will you're not. Like, <laughs> you're like you keep a my pretty building. I don't need it. <laughs> like don't send me my
2: transcripts. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm know, it's, it's like a really tiny building. Like they don't they only use it for like little shit, but Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also um, the bell it's it's interesting because it's like I I've, I've been thinking about residual noises for a while with energy. All because Alyssa, I texted you about this. I went home recently which mm-hmm. is always good for restocking up on new ghost stories. And I have one <laughs> Wild Town right now. Um, so my house is pretty crazy because it was so versatile. Like it was a camp, but also way back in the day, it was right near a train. There used to be a train that drove right past our house and people would stay there. It was like a really transient area where people would just stay and our house and then take the train wherever they're going. So years and years later, when my grandma and grandpa were staying in the house, the train was long gone. All that like remains is just like some of the nails and spikes and little patches of cement that you can still see like in my yard. And um, my grandparents would have friends over and they would sleep over. And in the morning they'd wake up and they'd be like, do you live near a train? I was just hearing like train noises. Uh. And my grandma and grandpa were like, no, there's nothing here. Like there was a train, but it's like been gone for a long time, which is like weird because it's like, it's a train. It's not a ghost. Like, what is it doing? Still making train noises uh-huh. long after it's gone. You know what I mean? That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. So that was my new story that I got from my house.
2: Nice. Well, it's in the mountains, right? Yeah. Yeah. And presumably, there's like a lot of granite around, and like that's this, meant to hold memory, isn't it?
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it just stored that's super cool, though. That energy. That is so weird. Yeah, I was
2: like, like a ghostly train whistle.
0: Yeah. And my mom, like, she's such a weirdo because she has all these stories and she probably is going to hear me call her a weirdo. But (laughs) she has all these stories and she doesn't tell me. That was the first time I ever heard of it. I was like, you know, I love ghost stuff and you didn't even tell me that. (laughs) And she's like, I don't like to encourage you. I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely going to bother you every day now until you tell me all the other stuff you're hiding. Because <laughs> oh she, she sees more than she lets on. Like, she also mentioned that she, because the way our living room is set up, there's mm-hmm. like, off into the corner right, there's like the set of stairs. And she said sometimes, like out of the corner of her eyes, she just sees things walking up the steps. Mm-hmm. So, just anyway, I don't mean to make this about my house, but I just thought it's so weird how the second I hear about residual energy and residual sounds, which literally this whole week I've just been like, Can sound get stuck in a loop? Because that's so weird. You're like, Oh, there's these servant bells that just keep being played. Like, what is that?
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: the other thing that I was thinking, and no disrespect to your grandma, but like if she was going through cancer, maybe she was causing like pulcher grace activity type stuff oh, with yeah. like her yes. internal struggle. i never thought of that mm-hmm. or like this was another like jacked up thought i had but i was just like or maybe all the cancer treatments made her like magneto and like as she'd walk
0: <laughs> like <laughs> bells are just ringing. the radiation yeah she turned like, like so but but yeah energy
2: of some kind
1: yeah maybe there was something that like or maybe because like she had been close to you know she had been in like sickness or whatever maybe she just like had that I don't know, ability to open or tap through or something like that. And then when she passed, like that, that like connection was like closed off. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if there was something that had to do with like just the different, maybe it was like related to her, like physical health or maybe something that happened in her life or something that would have like made her more susceptible or open to that kind of
0: activity. Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds like your whole family is like super sensitive to paranormal stuff for whatever reason. That my dad. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just they say the opposites attract. that's a fun vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The, the like, person seeing you in the bathroom is pretty
2: wild. That, yeah. it only happened once though. It was yeah. like one time, it never happened again. No one else has ever had that particular kind of thing happen.
0: Yeah.
2: And I, like, that was like either a one-off or like he just lives in the basement. I don't know. Yeah. But, and it wasn't like he was a peeping Tom. He was just like, he happened to look in the window while I was there and he was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. He was like confused and like, I shouldn't, I'm not going to go away there. <laughs> <Like>, yeah. <laughs> what if it was a time slip? What if it was a what?
0: A time slip. Like he was doing oh. his stuff in his time period,
2: and you looked I like a little... way scarier than ghosts. I'm sorry. Agree. Okay, I will not bring it up again. But that, that I mean, is... it could that be. That would be you very mean. interesting, though.
0: Yeah, like.
1: <laughs> He's just geez, like, so he was, like, like I I saw sent. this.
0: <laughs> I saw this kid on a toilet. Yeah, but she was see-through. It was really <laughs> weird, and she was wearing weird clothes.
1: and like
2: why is there a toilet where there isn't supposed to be a toilet yeah this
1: kid like taking a piss in like this room like what are they doing yeah
0: yeah.
2: they just peeked in
0: that's why he was so confused he was like there's a magical child peeing everywhere i don't know what's (laughs) happening
2: yeah it was like one of the kitchen windows oh that'd be gross (laughs) yeah
1: Hmm.
0: i don't know that's all these stories are so fun
1: I think it's funny because you said that you're the least magnetic, but you attract weird people. Uh, that might also just be a product of generational <laughs> like things. <laughs> like maybe people are maybe just fucking I'm weird, weird and that's what <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So have did you ever get to participate in the ghost hunt th- type things? Or did you yes, just set it up I
2: for? Did. Them? I did. I have gone back in that house. Because it didn't... Like, it was... There was nothing... I think because there were other people around when it happened. I think there were, like, a couple of people outside and I, like, ran up the steps and out the door and Rita was still in the basement. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and there were a bunch of guys, like, mowing the lawn outside and they were like, yo, what's going on? And I was like, there's a ghost. And they were like, yeah, that's what we're hoping for, dude. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for that. That's so funny. Here's hoping. But yeah, I actually... um I think it was, I think that happened, that happened right before. And then like, yeah, so like it was a few days later, I actually did the ghost tour bit and like participated in all this stuff. And they like told you about the history of the house, which, you know, I kind of already knew, but you know, it was fun. Yeah.
1: Nice. I think it's really funny that like, even the priests were like, nah, like we're not coming into this house.
2: Yeah. Like, and not just one or two. There was like, there was a bunch. There was
0: like- Did the house have a history? Like, was there like a story of like a a death or...
2: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? There was um, the woman who owned it before my grandparents died in the house. Back in, I think when it was first built. Not when it was first built. But at some point in its life before my grandparents got it, there was a fire. Mm. And I think somebody died in the fire as well. Ooh. But like somebody... Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, because it, it is kind of like an imposing, creepy house, but like they just bought it because it was like, yeah, we'll be able to fit all our kids in it. Huzzah. But yeah, it it is like, I don't go, I would not have, I mean, we don't own, my hold on, my grandfather does not own the house anymore, mm-hmm. but as he was like in the process of selling, I would not go in that house at night alone.
1: Mm. Didn't the gardener also
2: die in the house? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% certain about that, but the Mm -hmm. woman who owned it before 100% died in the house.
0: That's scary. So interesting. Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. Yeah.
2: These are good stories. Yeah, Yeah. those
0: were all really, really fun. It was definitely like campfire vibes, where you're just going around telling. You just had so many, and they were all so different. I see. I kind of bad about that no it's no it's so good good. we were saying before like
1: I know we talked before we started recording but even though it's always like fun to hear like one big creepy story but I think the small little stories and the small moments when they add up they like they mean so much more like they're so interesting because there's such a variation and it's not just like this one experience and you're like okay well maybe that was in your head or maybe all these things together kind of are affirming that like stuff's going on that we just we can't explain it we don't know where it where it comes from yeah and it's
2: happening all the time all over the place and yeah throughout your life
1: yeah sometimes you don't
2: yeah definitely most of us i.e comedians Treat open mics as a necessary evil. But not Silas P. Every week, Silas talks to a veteran of the sights, sounds, and smells of the Philly
0: open mic scene, sharing stories of momentary triumph and lingering failure with enough shit talk sprinkled in to make you listen to hear your name. I'm like 35% sure that I'm in there. So pay attention, hang out in the room, and maybe you'll learn why you got bumped on the launching pod. Well, nice. I think Meg has a story for us. I do. (laughs) I have a very fun story. It's going to be so good. Um, It's about famous people, so that's always fun. So I wanted to talk about Super Haunted House because that's the vibe we're going for here. Our source for today's story is a Yahoo News article written by Danny Thompson. Um, Apparently, Robbie Williams, who is a British singer, most popular in the 90s for the song Millennium, which you do know, even if you don't know, you know it. So look it up, Millennium. Robbie we had Williams. this debate about <laughs> if we knew anything by him or not. Alyssa was like, he's a one-hit wonder. And I was like, I,
1: that name? No,
2: Robbie Williams is not a one-hit wonder. Not,
1: but he had one big U.S. hit, and he's an international pop star, is how I think of him. Like, the same <laughs> way, like...
0: like <laughs> Ellie, you got so mad. I don't know You're anything like, I about
2: it. Wait... He was part of a boy band called like Take That or something, right? Yes, oh, he was. Really? But as a I solo artist, I fucking love them.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I just kind of thought he was the guy who confused everyone and think that it was Robin Williams. But it's, apparently, <laughs> when you Google him, you're like, who the hell is enough, this? Though. It's so funny. You love him, Ellie, because he's super into the paranormal. Like, his song Angels that he wrote is about, like, all of his paranormal experiences. But that's, like, just a fun fact that has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, he's a British singer, sang Millennium, and he claims to have been haunted by the Mamas and the Papas singer Mama Cass, also known as Cass Elliot. How this happened, Robbie was renting a room in a haunted house from... Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. How weird is that? (laughs) Um, Mama Cass died tragically young at 32 years old due to heart failure, not because she was eating a ham sandwich. I hate that everyone thinks that. It was a careless misquote from a physician, and it's rude, so stop saying that. It was heart failure. It was very sad. I love Mama Um, Cass. Yeah, according to the article from Yahoo News that I'll give the full name after, but it kind of spoils the fun because it tells the whole story in the title of the name um (laughs) Robbie Williams is quoted as saying he knew of Mama Cass's presence the second he entered the house he immediately spoke out and said I know that you are here I'm going to respect your space I please you I please ask you to respect mine as I'm scared of you he then went on to share some stories that he experienced so one of the first things that happened was a friend was living with him and at the time went upstairs to shower when the friend came back downstairs, he was super pale and said, I just had a full conversation with someone who wasn't there. Uh. Yuck. Does that mean like they were talking to you? That's what I want to know. I was like, give me more details, friend. Do they have opinions? Anyway, another experience. Williams claims there's a silence like he's never heard before when he plays California Dreamin' one of the mama, mamas and papa's biggest hits. So does that mean like the room, like all you can hear is the song? I feel like, you know, when you
1: feel that like inner stillness as well as the outer stillness. Yeah, that's I don't know if you've ever had a moment is. where like the like the crickets stop chirping and you're like, what the fuck is happening?
0: Yeah, yeah. You're like, Yeah. That's fun. I want that for all music. He should he should team up with Mom and cast to make like a new pair of headphones that does that because that would be life altering. You <laughs> I mean noise he canceling <laughs> headphones? Is that street. what you're saying?
1: What? Are you saying noise-canceling headphones? Did you just invent
0: <laughs> noise-canceling headphones?
1: Yeah, shit. You mean they already have those?
0: <laughs> I'm dumb. I'll continue.
1: And then- I thought you were suggesting that, like, you wish that any you played a song, like, a ghost would appear. Yeah. And I was just no. like, I liked a lot of dumb emo songs. I do not want the ghosts of those <laughs> fucking fuckboy bands to just, like, show up in
0: my place. I can't tell you the level of euphoria... I would be, if every time I played Panic at the Disco, a, like, Victorian ghost showed up. There is not... <laughs> that might be my heaven. I don't know. <laughs> like, just, just, I write some about tragedies as I talk to them about how they died. That's
2: perfect.
1: Meanwhile, the ghost is like, will you stop fucking playing this song?
2: This is awful. It's very Would it be the same ghost, or house? would it just be a random, different ghost each time?
0: Either we could be best friends, or I could just be like. I just imagine you'd be haunted by
1: one of the singers or band musicians. Like that's what I was imagining. I was like, oh, also that would be many of the alive. bands from my life, with the exception of a few. but Like, but most of them are still alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. There's. some Can you imagine if every home. time you played Nirvana, Kurt Cobain
0: showed up, and you're just like, <laughs> listen. <laughs> like, I get just a lot trying, of answers that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm just trying to rock out. Like, I don't need. He wants that. He's like, company. I killed myself for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here talking <laughs> to you right now. You're like, well, that was your fault. <laughs> you didn't know this would happen, but. <laughs> your fault. Sorry. That is that too mean? <laughs> well, maybe we'll have Dan <laughs> come back. <then. laughs>
1: I mean, I'm I don't sorry. know. I don't... Let's, just,
0: let's just roast Kurt Cobain for the next
1: <laughs> eight minutes. <laughs>
0: I'm very sensitive. Listen, I, I understand there's like a lot of, it's like a mental health. I don't blame people for that. I was just saying in that situation, if he did come back as a ghost and complain to me, I'd be like, well, there's a reason that you're a ghost and that reason is you. I mean, I'll be honest. I am the biggest
1: fan of Courtney Love of from the 90s. Like mm. 90s, Courtney Love, giant fan. Mm-hmm. There is a conspiracy that she...
0: Ah, i feel that, but I yeah. have never looked into it in my entire life because I just... What I'm saying I, is it's up in the air. Oh, that if he killed himself or not? I mean, it's, there's questions that are raised. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I could be blaming him for an unfair, for a mur- murder. Okay. I won't do that then.
1: I mean, um, you can, you can go either way. I'm just saying... I okay. love Courtney Love.
0: So when also, I see Kurt Cobain's ghost, I won't blame him for his own death. I
1: mean, you should ask.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> you should make assumptions. You should ask.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I'll, I'll put it. It's first on my list. I'll be like, how are you? And then after I'll be like, did Courtney kill you? Our fans want to know. Um,
2: be an awkward conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it'd be one of those conversations where he takes a deep breath before going into it. Like... <sighs> you know, like either way It's like, I mean I would,
1: I would ask, I'd be like, what was 90s heroin like? Yeah Because it was lo- different
0: back then That would be a question that I'd ask I'd be like, That's that like, like when teens asked me what 4Loco was like <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you don't even know I felt great, I loved 4Loco That's the way to go Didn't people die from that? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why it's the way to go <laughs> oh, shit for Loco was so fun though because it was it was a lot of booze, but then they put energy drink in it, right? That was the whole premise. Yeah, yeah. it was a panic
1: attack where you have no control over your like
0: <laughs> it took motor all it. It was emotions. like two cans and you were like freaking going insane. You were just running around drunk as hell.
1: To be fair, I like Sparks a lot. Sparks <laughs> is that for Loco. New? Yeah, it was like a different brand. Okay. Sparks was the one that I liked.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because alcohol's natural thing is to put you to sleep so you don't kill yourself. And then the creators of Four Loco were like, what if you just didn't do that?
1: <laughs> the thing just- was, it was so much caffeine, but you'd get tired because like you drink Sparks and then you just drink regular alcohol. So what would happen is I would wake up basically with like, a full-blown panic attack the next morning mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. also a weird sense of like calm because i was managing a hangover so mm-hmm. i would like wake up at 6 a.m like i could go to sleep for like three hours and then mm-hmm. wake up and be like i feel like fully awake it's not good yeah.
0: anyway i'm so sorry ellie That's this so really horrible. derailed i drank some i drank some cold brew and whenever that happens
1: we're just talking I, about I, how we're haunted by our choices in our 20s <laughs> Amy in her 20s but as someone not in my 20s
0: haunted by my early 20s are a haunting time i'm so sorry for anyone who had to know me (laughs) but i've recovered no that sounds like i did drugs i didn't do drugs i just mean my
2: personality recovered (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) ellie how are you (laughs) i'm great this is very interesting i never drank four logo i'm learning did you ever
0: have red bull and vodka yes it's, a drinking I never three of those. it's like an aggressive red uh yeah yeah,
2: about, yeah. God, that sounds horrific i i had one red bull one time and swore off all energy drinks immediately mm, because mm-hmm. i was like hyper, hyper hyper and then i was like and then i had a panic attack yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. can't be doing this i think i mm-hmm. might die yep mm-hmm. so i think that's why i never tried Four loco yeah or that's the totally other true. Because do you remember, do you remember um, Jagerbomb, 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 Jagerbomb? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was filmed down the street from my school by guys from my school. So like, this a party school, but I was not a party girl. No, so. Are I'm going to watch
1: that after this recording. Because I haven't thought about that Throw in back. years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're putting it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then the final thing from Robbie Williams Uh, According to Robbie, Ringo Starr and his son, Zach Starkey used to live in the location. And when Robbie was talking to Zach, he asked if he had seen the kids yet and claimed that he used to play with them when they were little. Mm. What a a terrible thing to say to someone living in a haunted house.
1: I mean, the thing that's so wild, though, is like, okay, so Mama Cass passed
0: away in this house. And then. No, wait, okay, correction. I did a lot more research. She died in London. So, I don't know why she's haunting this house. I was maybe gonna, she
1: lived in this house.
0: Yeah, it's potential she either lived there or she had stayed there because it's one of those Hollywood houses where famous people have lived in it the entire time it's existed. It, mm. It's very possible that she, I mean, obviously Ringo Starr owned it, you know, like it's possible she's been there, has some sort of connection to there, or maybe, I don't know. What if it was a Mama cast impersonator
1: and then that person's like, God <laughs> damn it, even in death, I have to still
2: be this fucking personality that's Mama not Cass. my own. Oh my God. You I know what it really, it. It, it really twists my tits that like sometimes people are like, you know when people are like, oh, Elvis's ghost is here. And it's like, this is like a small town outside Minneapolis. And I know mm-hmm. that he played here one night when he was very young. But mm-hmm. like it happens all the time on like Ghost Hunters and shit. Not that mm-hmm. it's like, Ghost Chandra is back. I'm excited, but like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like, why would he be here? Like, he <laughs> yeah, had a life. No yeah, there's no, why. Little town in Minnesota. He might have had a great night. It might have been a great show. That doesn't mean he's gonna stay here for eternity. The fuck is wrong mm-hmm, with you? Mm-hmm, yeah,
0: <laughs> they they really try on those those shows. Like you really do. I love. I watch every single ghost show that ever comes out, trashy or not. I can't help it.
2: Fuck you.
0: Very entertaining, but you can tell like when there's something you, like I can watch an episode and be like, "Oh, this is gonna be juicy! Like this is real. This is real history. This is." Or other times where it's like, like you said, like the ghost of Elvis has been seen playing poker, and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be a crazy episode."
2: <laughs> and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes really there's work. legit scary shit happening. But it's yeah. like, why? Why are you attributing it to someone? It clearly is not Like it's clearly yeah. like someone who actually spent time a there. chunk of like a. There, this phone Mm -hmm. is about to die.
0: No. Oh, no. The second part of the story, I wanted to focus a little bit more on Dan Aykroyd, because how fun is that? Also, he's pretty big in the paranormal community. Um, So according to the article, Haunted Hollywood, Tinseltown's most disturbing legends, ghosts, and spooky sites, written by Parade, which was so fun. So definitely go check the article out. Hollywood is haunted AF. Dan Aykroyd has had his fair share of ghostly experiences in the house. Mm. He reported his Stairmaster would turn on by itself. (laughs) Oh, that's which is such Freak. like a, that's like an 80s thing to say, right?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, the piano would randomly play and doors were ran- would randomly slam. He even felt a spirit crawl into bed with him one night. And he didn't, oh God, he God, didn't God, he like reject that. it. What do you mean he didn't reject it? Like, he, he, he talked <laughs> Well, he went on Joe Rogan's podcast and basically was like, he was a little drunk and he had a shoot in the morning. Apparently he was like, he like cozied up to it. He cuddled it. Yeah. Like he felt it like the, like the depression in the bed and he got all like cute and cuddly with, with the ghost. Um, Which is a, yeah. What were you going to say? Which is a scene from Ghostbusters. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, he fucks um, s- with
1: ghosts and Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, so this is probably the inspiration. So, um, let's see. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, talking about the spooky specters in two thousand in a two thousand three interview, Dan is quoted as saying, "I'm sure it's Mama Cass. Some of the disturbances were so large and noisy," Ackroyd noted. You get the feeling it's a big ghost.
1: <laughs> what
0: a <Which> jack. <laughs> that miss. is.
1: So large and noisy, that's rude. You can that be is... thick
0: in the afterlife, ladies. <laughs> that's good news all around. Um, yeah, and then finally, as um, Alyssa touched upon, he claimed this house was the inspiration to co-write uh, oh. Ghostbusters with Harold Ramis, oh. um, which is And the craziest thing is he doesn't own it anymore. He sold the house to his fellow movie star, Beverly D'Angelo, who was the mom in Christmas Vacation. Oh, Isn't this so weird? So it was the inspiration for Ghostbusters, and it just keeps getting passed around to these famous people who are having weird ghost
2: experiences.
0: That's my story.
2: Nice. Heck yeah. That's awesome. I I want to hear more about ghost sex my whole (laughs) life.
1: No, if you want to, there's a whole article that we covered in a previous episode about people who have, like... Had willing sex with ghosts, had had unwilling sex with
0: ghosts. It's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, it is a rabbit hole you can definitely yeah. go down. One of people... my favorites
1: is Kesha claims to have had like a sexual relationship with a ghost. I saw that. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's why I read a book once where there was a woman who was having, having it off with a ghost, but it was like the ghost of her great uncle. And I was like, <gasps> this doesn't seem right. Oh, it was so fun. It, the whole thing, the whole no. thing. I was like, no. it's not it getting any worse than it already is. <laughs> I kept reading, and it did. It got worse because it got worse. It got worse. Yeah, yeah. she wound up banging a guy who was definitely related to her. Like, but he was real. real. He was like a he was a an alive man. Yeah. And, <laughs> The end of the book. She's like, and the door gently closed, and I knew that he approved of our relationship, like the ghost approved of the relationship with his biological grandson. And I was like,
0: (laughs) yuck! That is like you're really going (laughs) for it with incest.
2: Yeah, woof. It was very incestuous. I was like, why? Why have I I read this whole book?
0: Well, once you start, you can't stop. It's way too intriguing. It's like, (laughs) does she do this?
2: Intriguing. I was like, you can't. <laughs> it I mean, it didn't it cost so much work. Ugh.
0: Ugh. <laughs> oh freaking i'm oh, sorry guy's i like name. hijacked your story no no you didn't that is crazy i do want to um say that the source for today's story it is a yahoo news article and it's called robbie williams haunted by ghost of mama and papa singers cass elliott which is why i didn't say the name of it in the beginning because i was like you're gonna ruin the suspense article title but that is the title of the article so you can find it online but yeah that's crazy I, i've never heard of i mean it's like combining all the trips you know like seeing a dead family member and fucking a mm-hmm. ghost mean, I guess, I don't know. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, Dan Aykroyd did not mention that he was related to Mama Cass at all, so I'm assuming they're not. (laughs) And on that lovely note, (laughs) well, speaking of fucking gut (laughs) notes,
1: I mean, not far off. We're gonna play a game today. We're gonna play. We're gonna play Spooky Mash. So, yeah, the way that this game works is I'm gonna ask you a couple of categories. You're gonna give me the categories. We're going to do the thing where we figure out how we're going to count. And then I'm going to go away and I'll bring back our mash pairings. Yeah. So first I need each of you to tell me a person who would be interesting to go on a ghost hunt with, or that would be like terrible to go on a ghost hunt with that somebody else could join.
0: Ellie's mom.
2: Ellie's oh. mom. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh terrible to go on a ghost a really fun to go on a ghost town with Mm -hmm.
0: Dan Aykroyd
2: actually like I feel like Robbie Williams
0: oh yeah that's a good
1: one I did put Dan Aykroyd down so we have Robbie Williams Dan Aykroyd I'll pick the last one so we have Ellie's mom Robbie Williams Dan Aykroyd and I'm trying to think like through we talked about to see if there's anyone we want to pull oh i'm gonna pick the janitor i'm gonna pick the janitor from hofstra
2: yo there were two of them their names are glenn and charlie but like
1: both janitors from hofstra yeah glenn and
2: charlie
1: okay um what kind of tool would you use to hunt ghosts with tape recorder
2: ooh tarot deck
1: Tape recorder, tarot, deck, a Polaroid camera.
0: Oh, good.
1: <laughs> because you have to like wait for the picture to develop to, to, to know develop. if you're being haunted. <laughs> <laughs> and then one more. K2 meter. A what meter? K2 meter? That's what I thought you said, but I just want to be sure. Um, a thing, uh, of an entity or a person that you could be haunted by specific entity or person yeah like for mash right like you know with like mash when you're like tell us like the names yeah. of babies that you might have is it right? too
0: soon to say ruth bader ginsburg nope nope do it <laughs> <laughs> that's my choice I, don't, I want like an elemental Ooh. Ooh i feel nice like that's of a kind terrifying that would be so scary. elemental obviously let's be really terrifying let's burn shit down
1: nice <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, Ellie. Uh, one of the things you could be haunted by is a time slip hole. No! Don't try. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. How about, um, instead of a time, how about, um, how
2: about a, uh, what is it? A partially what is open it? closet. <laughs> a perpetually open closet? A partially opened closet. Okay. That is
0: pretty nightmarish.
2: I, um, isn't, that, isn't that terrifying when mm-hmm. it's just like cracked open a little bit and you're like either be all the way open or all the way closed. There's no- yes.
0: Yeah, I hate that.
1: Um, I'm going to say uh, a residual haunting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Instead of a time slip hole. Okay. That was mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all okay. Right. I- uh, four different locations where this building could be. So it's not the building. It's where the building is located.
2: Ooh. On a cliff by the sea. Ooh. Cliff by the sea.
1: Um, I'm putting Camden County, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, give me two locations.
0: Okay. Um, shoot. Creepy locations. In the middle of the woods. Middle of the woods. And uh, the bottom of a
1: pit. Ooh. Bottom of a pit. Okay, how the ghost uh, communicates or interacts. I a
2: sketch Oh, I like that. Um, it can only communicate or interact if it has a towel or sheet that it can put over itself. <laughs> I love that. I'll put body language
1: <laughs> with uh, a sheet over it. I love that. Yeah, that's, so that's very silly. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say sexual haunting. Yes. Oh,
0: yes. Okay.
1: And then another one: how it interacts. Um, uh, it uh it touches your elbow. Okay. Yeah. Here's the but guys. non-sexually. non sexually Non-sexual Important. Um. Okay. Give me, uh, Ellie. Give me two ways to get rid of ghosts.
2: Mm. Uh, sage cleansing. Okay. And um my grandfather's gas
0: because <laughs> nice because it is whew,
2: it could clear a place out
0: <laughs> better than sage Meg give me one, pl- one way to get rid of ghosts surrounding the room in salt surrounding wouldn't that keep them in? that's more demons oh I mean if they're in I guess you're right um, well, okay. that would work with an elemental holy water
1: holy water oh good one uh, I'm going to say bring in stronger ghosts.
0: <laughs> That's a really good one, Melissa.
1: Okay. Uh, and then what is the outcome? Uh, what is the outcome of your situation? It can be related to the ghost. It can be related to um, your relationship with the person you went ghost hunting with. It could be a change in yourself.
0: Can it be we never mind.
1: So mine, for example, is uh, the outcome is that uh, you become a priest. Ooh.
2: <laughs> a Catholic I like priest. I think you um, get
0: possessed, right?
1: Okay, get possessed. We need two more. Meg, give me
0: one. Is this one too messed up or does it make no sense? You find out if Courtney killed Kurt.
2: <laughs> That's actually...
0: Find out how Kurt Cobain
1: really died. Yeah. How's that? Yes. Perfect. Got it. I need one more. And then um, you learn to play the flute. Gain magical music powers. (laughs)
0: Thanks for making it sound way cooler.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, I'm doing the spiral thing. Ellie, tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay, Meg, tell me when to stop. Stop. Great. And then I'm stopping now. Okay, so um, this is Ellie. Meg and Alyssa. yay! Are you all ready to hear Uh the results of your mash? I'm so ready. Yes. Mash mashup? Okay, this is mash ghost hunting edition. We're going to do Ellie first. So, Ellie, you are going into a mansion that is located at the bottom of a pit of ghost hunting with no one else but Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) Oh! Nice. Just you and Dan Aykroyd making your way down this pit to this haunted mansion where your your only tool to try to like make a connection with the spirit that you're chasing is a tarot deck. And you have to Mm. share it. Yeah. Mm. You guys have one tarot deck to share between you. What you're looking for is you're looking for residual haunting. You don't know what kind of residual haunting, but it's at the bottom okay. of a pit, so you're just gonna see what you find. Um, the way that you know that this residual haunting exists is because this magical haunted etch a sketch just keeps drawing <laughs> things for <laughs> whatever reason. It's not intelligent. It's not communicating with you, but it's just going off on its own. Um, you know, you you're there for a while, and you decide you really want to like put this energetic entity. Um, at peace, and you find some holy water to do this with. Um, but as a result of you trying to like connect with this residual haunting and holy watering the shit out of this etch a sketch, you gain magical musical powers. Ooh, oh, fuck yeah. The flute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can play the flute. Yay. Yeah. So that's okay. what
1: happens. That's your ghost hunting Ooh, adventure. Nice. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Hanging I think I ghost remember Lester. like uh, when we played this the first time with Nate. Somebody, I think he made out with Obama. Oh no, I made out with Nate's brother and we didn't like it. That's what it was. That was the outcome. (laughs) Um, So I really like this much better that you got a gift that you can take with you into the future. Instead of uh, making
0: out with Dan Aykroyd.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like not being into it. Listen, listen, making out with Dan Aykroyd, I would tell everyone about. (laughs) But I would not be comfortable with it in myself. (laughs) I mean,
1: he's a vodka baron, so he owns that Crystal Skull Vodka company or he like has a share ownership. I feel like we should do, we'll do Meg's next, okay? Yay! So Meg, you are uh, going into Camden County, New Jersey (laughs) (laughs) to explore a haunted apartment. Okay. You have only with you the two janitors from Hofstra, Glenn yeah. and what's the other guy's name? Charlie. Glenn and
0: Charlie my
1: You boys. Glenn and Charlie are going into Camden County, New Jersey. They're a long way from Hofstra, but they're yeah. uh, you know, they're there to check out this apartment with you because they're the best equipped from their years of experience. Right. You have a K2 meter that you're going to use. Wow, we're so legit. great. Oh. And you are looking for the ghost of RBG.
0: Yeah. <laughs> RIP RBG. RIP RBG. This is working out. We're yeah. going to find her. You, uh,
1: for some reason, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is haunting an apartment in New Jersey in Camden County. <laughs> um, you know that uh, RBG is with you because you're going to feel a touch on your elbow. Very gentle.
0: Oh, I am so, oh! so glad she doesn't speak through sexual i was like holding (laughs) as soon as i got rpg i was like is it sexual yeah (laughs) okay that is really cute she touches my elbow that's i need that right now yeah
1: and after you're there you want to make sure like she's done a lot for us like yeah truly like so much respect it's time to bring her soul to peace so you and glenn and charlie do a sage cleansing nice and from that experience, RBG gets to rest in peace, but not before she tells you how Kurt Cobain really does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes.
0: That makes me so happy. Thank you, RGB. You never stop giving. That's what I love about you. That's so good.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. My heart is so full.
0: Yeah. I, I want it to be real now. Can we make it real? <laughs> I mean, we can go
1: to Camden County New Jersey now. I don't know how we're going to get blood and Charlie. (laughs) That was awesome. I'm so happy. Yeah. Okay. The last one. um, I am going to uh, a cliff by the sea uh, to explore a house with Robbie Williams. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Robbie Williams, we're going to check out this haunted house. The only thing we have is a Polaroid camera. I guess this is at a time like it's at the height of his career in the nineties. There's no cell phones with cameras. Like we only have a Polaroid camera, but we're going to uh, find out the truth about this partially open closet that no matter what you do, the door always (laughs) moves to the same spot. And sometimes you try to like push on it and it doesn't open or it won't close all the way. It's just this like really weird, like location. So we're going to go um, try to find out what's going on with this partially open closet door. One of the problems with this is that this is a sexual haunting. (laughs) 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 I don't know if the closet's a metaphor for both me and Robbie. I don't know if if it's a metaphor for the spirit that's haunting it. Um, I don't know how the sexual haunting works with the door being partially open, but... It's what we're there for. We're, we just accept that this is a part of the challenge. That the mitch shift
2: glory hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, so right? Funny. Like an interdimensional, like spiritual glory hole. Uh, the way that we decide that we're gonna deal with this is that we're gonna bring in stronger ghosts to fuck. We're
2: Heck gonna yeah. bring in
1: a ghost orgy to try to appease this ghost and get them to move on. Damn. Uh, unfortunately uh, yeah. i get possessed that's what happened <laughs> Whoa!
0: you're is so, yeah. you're so rock and roll
1: yeah so i get possessed and uh i don't know if i like have to live in that house and like uh have sex with the ghosts that are remaining or like how that logically works but yeah we didn't do it right i guess i don't know the poor <laughs> makes sense in a ghost orgy though because you're just like i need some kind of proof yeah. like yeah. i have an only fans page we need to get this thing off the ground
2: damn can i say though in this context i feel like maybe possession is like you know choking during sex like sometimes mm. it's good and sometimes it's not yeah, yeah maybe
0: it's like fun maybe you're like a willingly <laughs> possessed person
1: you know i'm like uh i'm just there to be <laughs> i'm just
0: there to be open to whatever you're just you're well who is that um sex
2: positive man yeah
0: you're in you're that character in ghost what's her name debbie
2: Demi Moore? Moore.
0: no Demi, not Demi Moore. um oh oh whoopi whoopi goldberg. Goldberg. yeah yeah whoopi goldberg
2: you're whoopi goldberg she would be yes. amazing on a ghost hunt Oh, yeah. She would take no shit.
1: I'm pro. This was a lot of fun. Yes. I had so much fun. Ellie, thank you so much for being here. This was a blast. Thank you so much for having Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. It was so, like, it's crazy. So much fun. I've literally never heard these stories from you. And I was so excited that you're like, I got all these stories. I was like, get on here.
2: I'm glad Um, (laughs) you're (laughs) like, they're real. They happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They scared the shit out of me.
1: I mean, that's the thing that you know that they're, like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm so here for this. Um, where can people find you? Uh,
2: they, people can find me uh, Ellie.summerling on Instagram and on Facebook. Nice. And in real life, if you'd like to come see a show, uh, I will be at East Falls on Friday, the 25th. Nice. cool. September
0: nice
1: nice nice Pretty nice
0: fun. nice meg where can people find you okay it's as usual you can find me on twitter or instagram at meg gets money gets g-o-e-t-z
1: and uh you can find me Alyssa on all the things at Alyssa trez or you can see all the weird uh lizard and witchy related stuff i'm up to at variegated reticulated on instagram
0: yeah right.
1: thanks a bunch thank you so thank good. you yeah. find us on the places you get
0: podcasts and subscribe visit our website at realchillspodcast.com
1: follow us on instagram at realchillspodcast.
0: do you know someone who should be on real chills is that person you go to realchillspodcast.com and tell us more Artwork by Libby Rendell. Music by Sam Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski.
2: This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com/podcasts.